Okay. Here we go. So, a bit of a confession at the top of this episode. Um, I've really been putting off recording and like really going through with it for months now. Let's see. 12 weeks ago, I lost my job. Um, and just before that, I had this idea to do a podcast that was based on body positivity. And I figured that there wasn't a lot out there um, about a person's personal journey with uh, weight loss and, and not just weight loss, but feeling good about themselves uh, at any size or shape or weight. So I started writing down all these ideas and uh, then I got laid off and it's been 12 weeks and I haven't submitted anything. So all that momentum that I had sort of deflated um, once I lost my job. And I tried a couple of times to get in here and just put something down and send it out, but I made tons of excuses. somewhat valid. I mean, I live in an apartment, so there's this really small window when I have an opportunity to record without the sound of someone uh, walking upstairs or children playing outside um, or cars going by or my own dog barking at our neighbors. Um, I don't have um, a lot of professional sound equipment. I am currently sitting at a folding table with um, these like cardboardish crates uh, like that I'm using as audio panels um, because they have a bunch of dimples in them and uh, hopefully it serves some sort of purpose uh, for this. Um, and I spent like $150 on a decent microphone um, and a little bit extra uh, for some audio equipment to go along with it. But apart from that, this is a really primitive setup. Uh, So that was one of my reasons. Um, I thought that maybe I would need a guest on the show, uh, which I would love to have one day, but this time I don't have one for now. So if you're out there listening to me and you feel like you have a story to tell about body positivity or your own struggles or successes with weight loss, uh, feel free to contact me. I actually have a website right now that I use for professional writing called Molly writesit.com and I have a contact me page there. So Molly, M-O-L-L-Y, writes, W-R-I-T-E-S, it, I-T, dot com. And I'll include some of that information um, on the uh, introduction to this podcast as well. So uh, a little bit of history. Um, I am an overweight person. (laughs) And over the course of this podcast, I'd like to explore what has made me this way and my own issues with food and my, more importantly, issues with being happy with how I look. Um, there's lots of people out there that do it and I, I look to them for inspiration a lot. Uh, just opening my phone and looking on the internet, I, like Instagram, Gabby Sidibe is 
one of my most one of the most inspiring people I've ever met. I mean, she has this air about her and she will address people directly and say, you know, I am who I am and I love how I look and I think she looks amazing. And the thing is to me I that I think is interesting is that um we don't have similar body shapes, but we're both large women and I think she's beautiful and I have this hard time saying that about myself. So that's something that we'll get into also. Um, Rachel Bloom, uh, Lena Dunham, Dashka Palance. I hope I said that right. Uh, Dashka Palance. I don't know. The girl from uh, Orange is the New Black. And uh, what? more importantly, the person who um, I was looking at on Instagram today that made me go like, okay, sit down and and do something was um, Tracy Ellis Ross. And now she's not an overweight person at all. She's very tall. She's very beautiful. But looking at her in some of her Instagram photos and just thinking about, you know, her being on Blackish and some of the other things that she's been on in the past and thinking that if she can have this such a such a confident face and this confident air about her in an industry that demands such a such confidence regardless of you know how you look but all right let me say she has this natural confidence about her in an industry where people might be more critical of her body and it made me think okay you need to start saying something and start doing something like you said you would. So however anybody feels about that criticism, that's where it started. And that's why I'm talking. All right. Like I said before, 12 weeks ago, approximately, I lost my job and I was doing something that I didn't even want to do. You know, I want to write for a living and I want to, I want to work in publishing and I want to make things uh, more uh, broadly. So podcasting isn't something that I thought I would ever do with my life. But I started realizing maybe a month ago that above all the things that I really, really want, I just want to make stuff. And I don't care how I make it. And I don't care if I'm not the greatest at making it. I just want to do it. So uh, this isn't going to be the best podcast you've ever heard. Uh, it's hopefully not the worst, but it might be. My point is, I just want to make some stuff. So like I already said, I'm in a like a less than perfect uh, studio, <laughs> so to speak. And by studio, I mean my second bedroom. Um, you are going to hear uh, the sound of children shouting above my apartment. You are going to sound, hear the sound of my dog whining for food. You are going to hear the sound of my dog barking at people outside or just his, his collar rattling even. Um, I'm sorry about those things. If you can get past it for now, maybe someday um, I'll have you know, paid advertisements that will allow me to soup up this room so that it is more than just a second bedroom. <laughs> the best of my situation but um being unemployed and feeling like you failed at something really brings you down 
And it's not easy to exercise and even to think highly of yourself when you're applying to jobs and not getting them or even just getting laid off. So um, long story short, I didn't do anything wrong, but when I lost my job, I was relieved because I knew that I didn't belong there. And this was an opportunity to start doing what I wanted to do. Now, the problem with that is that I didn't have a lot of experience in the area that I wanted to be in. So I sort of got offered this job because uh, I had worked there as an undergraduate and for a little bit after I graduated. And I knew how to do the job. Um, and I took the opportunity when what I really should have done is said, what do you want to do with your life? And does this reflect what you want to do? And the answer would have been no. And then I should have said no. And I would have been on the proper trage trajectory right now. But I will say at least working there, gaining about, I'll be honest, 30 to 40 pounds just from being at a desk, not getting to move that often, and having the convenience of some food down the hall for me um, gave me this sort of depressed feeling that led to um, thinking about what I really wanted to do, which led to thinking about this podcast. So here we go. I'm just going to tell you a little about, bit about myself then. So I'm in the Chicago area right now. I grew up near St. Louis in a small town called Mitchell, Illinois. And I grew up with my mom and my brother. And we were very, very, very poor. Actually, I was just talking to my mom um, a few days ago, and we were going through some old boxes of paperwork. And she found an old pay stub from maybe one of the first few years that she started working at the job that she's still at. Um, and she, for two weeks pay, she got like $600, I think. And I thought, oh my God, she was taking care of my brother, herself, and myself on $600 every two weeks. And I know there are people out there that probably even make less than that and maybe even have more people to take care of. But all I could vouch for at the time was that my brother and I were both in sports, which cost money. We were both in clubs, which cost money. We were both in band, which cost money. Uh, and my mom made the best of every opportunity that she could to save money, but kids be kids, you know? And we would ask, I, can't, I mean, I can't believe that I asked for cool clothes or tried to like get her to buy me stuff then and she was only making $600 every two weeks. It's just, just to give you an idea, we were, we were pretty poor. Um, my father left, let's see, before I was a year old. So it was really just the three of us. And my mom never dated anyone. She was very protective of us. Um, as a result of our situation, of the three of us being pretty close, I cared very much about my mom's opinion 
And again, and I'm not saying that this is anything at all with, this is not her fault. Okay. Uh, but my entire life has been about me being afraid of what other people will think. So I put on a lot of airs in my life. Um, whether it was in high school when I would not let anyone know about our situation uh, and I would I had this attitude about myself that made people think that I I mean I'm sure everybody knew that we lived in a, a dilapidated house and that <laughs> we were poor but I never I tried my best to keep people from knowing that um, or you know in college uh, or even now I just I'm so afraid of of not knowing things that I'm an over preparer which has caused this like great anxiety in my life and I it wasn't until a few months ago that I even realized that I had these anxieties I just thought that I was very prepared and maybe a little bit of a worrier but I started reading different articles that I would find about anxiety and stress and I think that I uh, am an anxious person now that I've learned a little more about it and I think that we'll go into that a little bit in this podcast as it goes on as well um but I'm definitely an anxious person and that anxiety has caused me to put on these airs in front of people where I am this different persona that's super confident and super knowledgeable. And then when I'm by myself, I binge eat um, a lot. I have, for people that don't know what binge eating is, it's sort of like, in some cases, you eat and eat and eat and then some people throw it up which is like bulimia but for other people you just feel really shitty about yourself um so for me I would binge eat some nights until it hurt and you just kind of like it's kind of like when a shark rolls their eyes back and you just keep eating until you like come into consciousness again and regret everything you just did and that's what binge eating was like for me and that's a behavior that I'm gonna try and stop but it's not easy as soon as anything stresses you out all you think about is wanting to go get something to make you feel better or getting a burger because you just don't care about your diet anymore um and the more I think about it this is something I've done my whole life you know to mask my feelings uh of of embarrassment as a child about the situation we were in or to comfort myself when I felt sad um so my relationship with food needs some serious work. Um, and that's what I hope to do through this podcast. I'm going to say sorry one more time. I'm sorry that this has been a long, meandering monologue full of uhs and ums. It's going to get better if you just stick with me. And if you submit 
your story to me. I'll read it on our podcast and try to relate it to my own experiences or try to research your experiences and come up with a good answer for you. Maybe one day I'll have a guest on. That will be dependent on when I can finally afford another microphone, which is consequently uh, dependent on whether I get a job. Um, One of these days I'd like to get paid for advertisements. Just going to throw that out there. I think that with practice I could have uh, what they call an excellent speaking voice. But for now I have what I have. So take it or leave it. I'm going to try and keep this momentum going and put out another podcast in next week. Um, And just let me know what you think. Give me some feedback. Uh, Try to be nice. Um, Anything that I hear that is negative, I'm just either going to disregard or report or I don't know. Whatever. I guess you have to get used to hearing negative feedback from people too. But for now, (laughs) I'm just going to leave it at this. Join me once a week. Listen to my story. If you have something to pitch in, please do it. Let me hear what you have to say. I honestly feel like I'm not going to become a healthy, fit, confident person without hearing from other people and hearing honest stories from other people. Um, I'll give you a quick example um, about a story that I think is probably not honest. I heard from a friend the other day that they had lost this insane amount of weight in a very short amount of time and that they said that it was just a matter of going to the gym and they just ate whatever they wanted as long as they went to the gym a lot. And maybe that's true. But it, it made me think, if they didn't do just that, if there was more to the story, if maybe they weren't being totally honest about the struggles in their journey, then what good are we doing to the other women in our lives who are struggling? If we're putting on this facade for putting on these airs, like I had been my whole life, about our struggles, then we're not going to make any progress. So if you've got a story, send it to me. Like I said at the top of this podcast, mollywritesit.com, and you can leave a message on my contact page, and just tell me your story. I'd be happy to read it on air, and I'd be happy to Uh, look up some information about your struggles as well and see if I can get an expert opinion. All right, this has been Black is Slimming. Tune in next week. Thanks so much.